Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now. To the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Let's go! Brooks barely down the street with the big pool way down low. Ain't no sound but the sound of speed. Machine guns ready to go. Are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? Out of the dark way, the bullets rip. Oh yeah, another one bites the dust. You gotta stand up to that bully Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. I have in my hand the victory statement from the supervisor of the town of Riverhead, female Yvette Aguilar, who heeded my warnings to the town that agents of Eric Adams were in fact roaming through the town of Riverhead looking for places to lease and rent to house illegal aliens. I was called a liar. They said I was making it up at City Hall. All the men out in Suffolk County, corrupt as they are, and boy, that is the most corrupt place in the world, as we've discussed before, were bad-mouthing Yvette Aguilar, including Steve Ballone, the crooked, outgoing county executive Democrat, and she stood strong. She declared an emergency, state of emergency, and an executive order. And that no, no location was to be renting to illegal aliens from New York City. Well, guess what? Eric Adams got his corporation counsel and said, we will break that town. Sue them. Sue them for every nickel, diamond, penny they had. And Yvette Aguilar stared at him. And that's right. Eric Adams blinked. The city of New York has indicated that they have filed a notice of discontinuance. The town of Riverhead, its supervisor, Yvette Aguilar, has persevered. Now, that was back on May 17th. You have to have patience. I want to give a nice, outstanding round of applause because she stood alone. The men out there, where were your balls as you folded and you went to fundraisers for Eric Adams out in the Hamptons. Oh, Eric, Eric. Oh, can I take a selfie? Oh, Eric. Meantime, Yvette Aguilar defended the people of the town of Riverhead, which is what the rest of you should be doing. And that's how you have to treat this bully. You stand up to him. As they are at this very moment, Staten Island has led in the defense of our neighborhoods, our city, our state, and our country against this illegal invasion which has been welcomed by Joe Biden, Kathy Hochul, and Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. The final arguments are being made as we speak in New York State Supreme Court before Democratic uh, State Court Judge Wayne Ozzie in Staten Island, who originally granted a temporary injunction. That's why they were moving out the illegal aliens from St. John Ville Academy, only to be reversed within that same day by Corporation Counsel before the Appellate Division in Brooklyn, and now the final arguments. Uh, Judge Wayne Ozzie will be the determiner. The argument is that St. John's Villa Academy and that senior citizen home that was cleared out on Midland Beach, a floodplain, not zoned for homeless shelters. 
It is a violation of the city's own regulations. Attorneys Lou Gelomino and Mark Fonte have been fighting on behalf of Borough President Vito Fasella for the people of Staten Island. We'll keep you updated on that. Win, lose, or draw. The grandmothers and the mothers are out there around the clock. And the illegal aliens are retreating. They're coming back to Manhattan where they have all the amenities out in Staten Island. They're not wanted. And they let them know verbally. Go back to Manhattan. Go there. They'll give you hotels. They'll give you free iPhones, smartphones. They'll give you three squares a day, culturally appropriate food. Out here, you get you get bubkis. You get ogats as that battle continues. And then, of course, who is the first to stand up to the bully of all bullies, Eric Adams, who hides behind his complexion, which is his protection? You disagree with him and you're white, he calls you a racist. Former colleague of his in the NYPD, Rockland County Executive Ed Day said long ago, you will not ship any illegal alien from New York City into Rockland County. I remember that memorable day. He never offered a question. He never asked for an opinion. He just said, screw you, Rockland County, we're going to do. Well, here's my response. Mr. Adams, you try to run us over, I will reach up and grab you by the throat for the people of Rockland County. You are not getting away with this, and you picked the wrong person to fight with. That was May 10th. Ed Day stood up to the bully Eric Adams, and he went to court immediately and got a temporary injunction. And then at that moment, Eric Adams unleashed on Ed Day. He figured, I will tar and feather him. I will give him two scarlet letters. I will declare him to be a racist, and I will declare him to be an anti-Semite. County exec Day, I mean, this guy has a record of being anti-Semitic. You know, his racist comments, uh, you know, his thoughts and how he responded to this. Really, it shows a lack of leadership. A lack of leadership. What happened? Well, he's calling him an anti-Semite and a racist. What happened to that? Uh, I didn't hear that. Did I, did I miss that one there? Wrong way, Lou Rafino. Anyway, let, let's skip it. Let's skip it. Maybe maybe I'm just too too upset about the rally tonight. Mosquitoes are out there on the grounds because it is a floodplain, which technically, according to the rules and regulations of all civilized society, not just the city of New York, the state of New York, and the federal authority that runs uh, the Gateway National Park, a.k.a. Floyd Benefield, you cannot house people in that kind of a facility. We've had heavy rains. So tonight when we have our rally at the entrance right before the Gil Hodges Bridge on Flatbush Avenue at 7 o'clock, co-hosted by Sid Rosenberg and yours truly, uh, make sure you come maybe with the fly swatters. There are mosquitoes out there. You see, you see it's so obvious. And you know what that reminds me of? It was back in October of 2022. We stood out there with the residents of the Bronx, of City Island, of Throg's Neck, and said, you can't put up this first tent in Orchard Beach, the parking lot, because there's no drainage. It's a flood zone. And Eric Adams spent a million dollars, a no-bid contract for that tent, and actually kickbacks for friends of Eric Adams. Even AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, leader of the socialists, who are welcoming in illegal aliens, said, still not, Eric Adams, that's a floodplain. You can't house people there. He insisted, he was pretentious, he was obstinate, he was omnipotent, and he knew nothing about nothing. We spent a million dollars and he had to fold that tent. That was stupid because it was a flood zone, a floodplain.
just like Floyd Bennett Field is, just like Midland Beaches. But you got to stand up to the bully. And remember a long time ago in middle of February, Eric Adams went up once again with a tin cup in his hand to the State Assembly and State Senate, their legislative session. He got, uh, he got, uh, he got nothing but belly button land. But the State Senator Monica Martinez, the socialist there from Central Iceland, Brentwood, who wants illegal aliens there to add to 18th Street gangbangers that are already there and uh, MS-13. She asked him a question in front of a full session. It was reported that New York City is looking into Nassau Coliseum as a potential uh, housing for our asylum, you know, asylum seekers. Is that part of the New York City plan? And it was. And I had reported it here first. And Bruce Blakeman, the county executive, and Peter King, the former congressman, uh, and the other elected officials, Republicans and Democrats, came together. And they have hermetically sealed Nassau County since. Bruce Blakeman has been magnificent. He has said, not one illegal alien are you going to ship Eric Adams into Nassau County. To invite people in uh, who are undocumented with not knowing who they are, why they are here, uh, I think is very, very faulty. And it's something that we do not endorse here in Nassau County. And more importantly, they have gone to the barricades, Democrats and Republicans together. They stood up to the bully, Eric Adams. Ed Day stood up to the bully. And the woman who led everyone initially when she declared her state of emergency as the town supervisor in Riverhead in Suffolk County, Yvette Aguilar, stood alone. The elected officials, the men out in Suffolk County, abandoned her. They lost their culions. They lost their huevos. They said, what are you listening to Curtis Lieber for? He's making this up. He's going to turn you into a laughing stock. But guess what? This is what she said then. In the face of Eric Adams, who through the Corporation Council was suing the town of Riverhead because they said it was not true. We don't have the infrastructure to have an influx of individuals. And then she continued. We had the police department deliver the notices to some of these uh, transient locations, and it's illegal for them to house these individuals. She knew exactly who was negotiating with the city. She knew exactly who, based on my information, was stabbing the town of Riverhead and its citizens in the back. And Yvette Aguilar said, hey, I'm fighting. Even if every man, every elected official, Republican or Democrat out here leaves me to stand alone. People ask me all the time, does this work? Your plans, Curtis, does it work? Yes, because Eric Adams, swagger man, has no plan. For instance, tonight, while we're out at Floyd Bennett Field with the mosquitoes, I might add, in a flood zone, Eric Adams is going to be with his trendoid friends in En blanc, en blanc. That's where they all dress up in white, the richest, the wealthiest people in the world, the freakazoids, the trendoids, the jet setters, the Michael Bloombergs, who has, what does he have, 11 properties, Bloomberg? Has he housed any illegal aliens there? Of course not. It's do as I say, not as I do. Because Eric Adams is a fake 
phony, fraudulent Fugazi who will be a one-term mayor, especially because he has become the mayor of the illegal aliens and he has forsaken all of us. This is the Riffin' Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. You have anything to do with the indicted Eric Ulrich. Crooked right down to the marrow of his bone. And he might as well be considered an affiliate of the Bonanno crime family. As well as the entire Queens GOP. I mean, we got the Bonanno crime family, right? It's all hooked up with Eric Ulrich. We got the Lucchese's. We got the Gambino's. We got the Columbos, and of course the Genovese, and we got the Queen's GOP. Oh my God, they're in bed with the banana crime family to Eric Ulrich. And I would warn anybody here at WABC who has anything nice to say about this mob guy who owns a vig of $600,000 to the banana crime family because he's a degenerate gambler. Let me warn you, Justin Ellick, that Eric Ulrich in 2013 said about our own John Katsimatidis, who was running for mayor at that time in the Republican primary against Joe Loder. He said to John Katsimatidis, he needs to take his clown car off at the next exit. You hear that, uh, Justin Ellick? He disparaged our owner-operator who saved this station. That was 2013. And then in 2016, he formed his own exploratory committee to run for mayor. I'd like to know where all that money went. I want to investigate that and see how many banana crime guys were contributing to that. But by 2017, he realized he couldn't run. He was too uh, too close to the banana crime family. And when you run for mayor, they check you for belly button lint or a little... They must have forgot their electronic microscope for Eric Adams because, oh, my God, is that guy corrupt. But anyway, I digress. So he has a sit-down in 2017. John Katsimatidis was, again, contemplating running for mayor. He comes up into the offices of John Katsimatidis, Eric Ulrich, this this Judas, this Utreditor, this Senit. And he says, John, John, you should run. I uh, Forget my exploratory committee. You should run. You, 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 you. And then John listens to him and knows this is the same guy who told him in 2013 he needs to take his clown car off of the next exit. What does he think, John, is stupid? And then Eric Ulrich leaves. And two days later, he stabs John Katsimatidis in the back. 
And when John decided that he would not run, Nicole Maliotakis inserted herself. And again, Eric Oldridge stabbed Nicole Maliotakis in the back over and over and over again. He's the best friend of Bill de Blasio. He was a Bill de Blasio Republican. And in fact, when uh, there was a vote for the Speaker of the City Council, Melissa Mark Viverito was one vote away, Eric Ulrich, one vote away, the socialist. Eric Ulrich said, I will never, ever, ever vote for her to become the Speaker because she will not stand for the Pledge of Allegiance or the National Anthem. She will not put her heart, her hand over her heart. She hates America. She hates the National Anthem. She hates the flag. Then he gets up a, a call from Bill de Blasio at night, who probably threw him a lot of money so he could go out and gamble. And the next day, who did he vote for? Melissa Mark Viverito, the socialist, and we've been stuck with the socialists ever since. This guy is a traitor. He's vile. He's despicable. And then he walks into court. Bill O'Reilly's book, Killing Christ, as if he's going to get any sympathy or empathy. What do you think you like, uh, Jesus Christ, Eric Ulrich? You backstabber. Anybody with money? And then maybe the worst indiscretion of all. Here it was in March of 2015. An honorable man, a great man. Bob Turner, who had been the producer for the Rush Limbaugh TV show, had done very well in the entertainment business. Low-key guy, quiet guy. My partner on Saturdays, Anthony Weiner, had to exit stage left because of those photos that he was uh, spreading with everyone, called Breitbart a liar, and then he decided, hey, I, I, I just got to leave. He did the right thing. They had to have a special election. Bob Turner stood up as a Republican, and a guy, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> oh, my God, the, the Democratic candidate couldn't chew gum and think at the same time, but he was a Democrat, so it was thought that he would sail to victory. And then Ed Koch came on board for Bob Turner, and it proved to be the dynamic duo to beat uh, the idiot David Weprin. Thank God Bob Turner became the congressman. What a great congressman he was. He also rescued the Queen's uh, Party GOP, which was near bankruptcy. He became the chairman. And then, oh, man, here he went again. Eric Ulrich. I'll never forget it. It was the night of September in 2017. He summoned uh, Bob Turner who lives in Breezy Point, said we have an emergency meeting of the Queen's uh, GOP. There's so many problems, Bob. Please, as chairman, can you come in? And Eric Ulrich, this honorable man, walked in not knowing what was going to happen. And it was like the Ides of March on March 15th, when Brutus in the form of Eric Ulrich and Cassius in the form of Joanne Ariola took out the long knives and stabbed him repeatedly, repeatedly, and might as well have done, taken him upstairs and hung him upside down and done the Gemini method to him, like uh, guys who grew up with me, Joey Testa and Anthony Centaur, they, they, they destroyed this honorable man. They destroyed him. And the very next day, look, 
Look Wrong Way, Lou Rufino, and the Queen's Chronicle, September 28, 2017, a selfie of the two assassins, the two snakes, Eric Oldridge and Joanne Ariola, smiling like jackals and hyenas for assassinating the character and the honor of Bob Turner, who had rescued the Queen's GOP, who became the congressman there. Now, I'll never forget when I went to see Bob Turner in Breezy Point, his wife was was ailing. He lost her, and then he lost his brother. But as we sat there, and it's a magnificent home right on the beach, he told me about all the federal lands in the area, Fort Tilden, which the feds want, and obviously Fort Floyd Bennett Field. And you may have remembered on May 19th, I remembered the words of that honorable man, former Congressman Bob Turner. He told me how we had to preserve these federal lands, I announced to everyone out there in Brooklyn and Queens that, yes, Eric Adams, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb, and the federal government wanted to put illegal aliens on Floyd Bennett Field and in Fort Tilden. And the councilwoman, Joanne Ariola disparaged me. What I can say is that I don't think that a radio personality should take to the airwaves and put out information that's not confirmed. That was May 19th. We could have organized. This woman went out there and called me a liar. This woman said I was spreading rumors and innuendos. I warned everyone and many people. They said, Curtis, Joanne Ariola says it's not true. She says, City Hall says you're a degenerate liar. Albany says you're a degenerate liar. Really? And then all of a sudden they dropped a bomb on her. And now she's trying to recover. Trying to recover. And this uh, organized crime family known as the Queen's GOP, they continue. Now many of them expressing empathy and sympathy for Eric Ulrich, member affiliate of the Banano crime family. It was on the 2019, he was open, he was running in a nonpartisan election to become public advocate. Public advocate, there were 18 Democrats and one Republican, and he was being driven around by John Haggerty. That was his wheelman. It was like, eh, wrong way, uh, Lou Rafina was like Bonnie and Clyde. John Haggerty was Clyde, and many people have said Eric, Eric uh, Ulrich is Bonnie in many different ways. I'll leave you to figure that out. And they went out to the most powerful uh, of the five boroughs, GOP, at that time, now, Judge Landry was in charge, and they made their appeal to get their support in that nonpartisan election. I was suffering from ileitis, colitis, and chronic Crohn's disease. I had gone from 220 pounds to 140 pounds. I slept out there to Staten Island. I appealed to them. I said, do not endorse this guy. This guy is a member of the Banano crime family, he owes them money. You will be giving the Banano crime family an easy pass. He has written letters, friend of the court letters, on behalf of Banano crime family members who are being, who are being sentenced. The woman who is the publisher of the forum, Patricia Adams, no relationship to Eric Adams, but might as well have been known associate of the Bonanno crime family. She had a gambling habit herself, 1500 a week. She's playing cards with Eric Adams as they go to Aldo's. And now this guy has been indicted. And I warned you all, 
this criminal enterprise that has involved Eric Ulrich. And yes, Joanne Ariola, who, when she was elected city councilwoman there in the same district, kept on one of the owners of Aldo's, which is where you went if you wanted to play card games that were being run by organized crime in Ozone Park, Howard Beach. Isn't it interesting that the two brothers have been indicted along with Eric Ulrich, Joseph and Anthony Laveri. By the way, Eric Ulrich is such a degenerate that Venmo, he'd have Laveri kick back $200 a week from in Venmo payments. He gave him a no-show job in his council office. And then Joanne Ariola kept him on until July when she realized this guy might get indicted. What a low-budget shakedown crook. $200 here, $200 a week here, kickbacks on Venmo. This guy is going to give all of you up. I'm telling you now, Republicans and Democrats, this guy made a deal with the devil. He raised a million dollars for Eric Adams' election campaign and matching funds. And they promised him they would make him buildings commissioner. This is a crooked agency no matter who is the mayor. And you all of a sudden, Adams and Frank Caron put the fox in the chicken coop. This guy is going to rat everyone out because he can't do time. He's going to be wired up like a Christmas tree. So go ahead. Keep talking to him. Keep making excuses for an affiliated member of the Bonanno crime family. And for the Queens GOP who threw Eric Ulrich and Joanne Ariola were tied to the hip of the Bonanno crime family, my enemies. Talking about this is the Riffin Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC. First album that the Stones have had since 2005. Don't be angry with me. Everyone's angry with me, Lou. City Hall wants me fired. The governor's office wants me fired. Come get me. In fact, too bad we can't play the wolf tones up the rebels because I'm the leader of the rebels. You could be a friend or a foe if you stand in our way to save our city, to save our communities, to save our state, and most importantly, to save our country from this illegal alien invasion. You are my enemy. Up the rebels. And the rebels will be there in force tonight. Democrats, Republicans, Independents. We don't let the politicians speak at the rallies that I host. No, no, no. They're rally killers. There is one woman, though, who will be speaking, and that is Assemblyman, Assemblywoman Williams, who represents, as a Democrat, areas of Mill Basin, Marine Park, Georgetown, Canarsie, Gravesend, Garrison Beach, where I spent a lot of time, Sid spent a lot of time. She's a Democrat. 
They are giving her hell from City Hall to Albany to Washington, D.C. Why are you standing with Sid Rosenberg and Curtis Lewa? Assemblywoman Jamie Williams, who has gone into federal court with her attorneys for the civic groups of Brooklyn and filed for a preliminary injunction. And there will be a lot of other regular folks who will be in attendance. Remember, it is a floodplain. It should not be any housing there whatsoever. It violates every federal rule, every state rule, every city rule, including what the liar Eric Adams said, that he would never put a migrant center on a floodplain. Well, he has. He's trying to. Midland Beach and obviously on Floyd Bennett Field. But Assemblywoman Jamie Williams is catching a lot of flag. A lot of people are. And they're going to stand there strong tonight, 7 o'clock. This is dedicated to the Sullivan brothers, Mike and Tom, the seven brothers, the most patriotic of all patriotic families in America. In wartime and peacetime, the Sullivan brothers are always there. And even Democrats, who he's run against, said the most honorable politician ever to take them on. And that's saying a lot. But there is a dishonorable man who will be nearby tonight. The most crooked of Democratic clubs in America, it's the place where I grew up in, right next to it, the Thomas Jefferson Democratic Club on 92nd and Conklin. It is the return of Andrew Evilized Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo, King Cuomo the first. And in 2014, when he debated... Then the county executive, Molinaro, now the congressman for the governorship, only gave him one debate twice. Twice he went out of his way to vilify the brave men and women of ICE. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. Frank Sedio was at that Brooklyn rally in... Uh, Toys R Us parking lot, and I slapped him down when he said, well, I'll offer support of my law firm. Get out of here. You got your beak in the trough of Eric Adams City Hall. And he's invited in that man who has disparaged ice. And tonight, when I speak also to the residents of Bell Harbor, Breezy Point, Broad Channel, the ponds at Rockaway Beach, Rockaway Park, who suffered so many losses of their loved ones in the attack of 9-11 and are still suffering those losses Men and women, I'm going to honor. I have yet to hear any law enforcement agency stand up to the elected officials who have declared us a sanctuary city, a sanctuary state. There is no law. It's a proclamation. They have vilified ICE. Every day these brave men and women put on bulletproof vests and go out and deliver detainers to take in some of the most violent illegal aliens that are living amongst us. And they get disparaged by people like Cuomo and Eric Adams and others. When I close out the remarks tonight, I will honor ICE and all they have achieved since 2003 when they were formed by Homeland Security. Tom Ridge, the former governor of Pennsylvania, the first Homeland Securities are to protect us. To protect us from bad hombres, illegal aliens, from those who overstay their visas, like the attackers of 9-11. That's how they got in. And we got to right the wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, Democrats, Republicans, independents together. Enough, enough of the politicians. 
It's time for action. And you know, when I speak, I always come with a plan. I'm the leader of the rebels. Up the rebels, be there tonight, and we will shut this city down if necessary to stop the madness.